Always the weirdest little noise spike right at the start of a recording. I've never really yeah. understood that, but... Is that just the connection occurring between the the program and the actual mixing board, you think? Maybe. Or the mics? And Maybe. I don't know. I, I might look into it one day. <laughs> when time permits. Yeah, when time permits and I don't have a small laundry list of other things to do. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. Hooray! Yes, this is episode, I guess it's going to be episode 27, isn't it? Yeah, judging, by, judging by my math. Yes, by my count and based on the fact that we just recorded episode 26. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll wise up. Where's the mystery, Scouter Ken? Where is the mystery? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I was trying to leave the the whole thing about the Lincoln last time as a spot of mystery, but anyways, wow. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. My misspent youth, my gosh. <laughs> well, the the next time we tell a story where where we could leave my my misgivings to the to the imagination, I will fess up and, and tell the story. There you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So this topic it's been on our list for a little while. Um, but it's actually not bad to do kind of as a follow-up to actually not even just to the last episode, but also to, um, Joda Jody. Yeah. That, that was kind of the one I was thinking of myself. But. Right. Um, so kind of I mean, plays along with everything that we generally do. Exactly. So, and I mean, I know, okay. So scouting, uh, scouting magazine is actually a, um, BSA publication. So the Boy Scouts mm-hmm. of America. Right. But still actually a pretty good resource to follow, I find. Like they post a lot of interesting articles. Um, Brian on Scouting is kind of their, uh, the main blog that they run on the Scouting Magazine website. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's uh, Brian Wendell. He's great, you know, and he's definitely, I mean, he writes for the Scouters, right? Mm-hmm. Like you check out Brian's blog, you're really there for, you're really there as a Scout and you're really looking for content for Scouters. Mm-hmm. He recently, or I guess not so recently now, this is actually from June when I saved this. Like I say, it's been on the list for a while. Yeah. Um, He posted an article called Youth Protection and Texting with Scouts. And while he's kind of limiting it just to texting, I thought it might be interesting to sort of go into a little bit about the the use of modern communications technology, including social media. Yeah. I guess um, it's not limited to just social media, but yeah, yeah. There, there, there is the broader exactly communications I mean, tools that we can use. Exactly. This whole, I mean, there's so many different ways for scouters and youth to interact. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there really are. So we're just going to focus on, you know, some of the technology driven stuff, social media, um, texting, things like that. And just wanted to kind of go into a little bit on what is and is inappropriate, given all of the the bylaws and the policies and guidelines that mm-hmm. exist concerning youth protection, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, before we really even dive in, like I'll just point out one thing: like if you're in some kind of social media contact, you know, as a scouter with a youth member. One of the first things that's going to be exceptionally hard to have is too deep, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And we, and that was something we were talking about on the previous podcast. Previously, and it's come up uh, yeah. periodically as, you know, yeah. here and there. Um, this is, of course, you know, I mean, this is one policy that gets a lot of weight put on it and, mm-hmm. and rightly so. Like, you know, it's a big part of youth protection is making sure that there's always eye, earshot, eye shot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of two scouters whenever you're working around the youth. Right. You know, you should never as a scouter be off alone with one or more of the youth Mm -hmm. ever, really. So anyways, looking at this, and I mean, going to be taking this first from um, Brian's blog. 
So it's going to be kind of the BSA perspective first, but I'm going okay. to jump over to the Scouts Canada perspective uh, a little while after that. Mm-hmm. And he starts out with just a little bit of, you know, framing information. These days, three quarters of teens have smartphones mm-hmm. and the favorite way to communicate is by texting, at least according to available research. If you're a scout leader, that isn't news to you. No. But how does the youth protection rule prohibiting one-on-one contact apply to texting? That was the question on the mind of a scouter who emailed me recently and asked to remain anonymous. The scouter writes, emailing scouts or ventures and following youth protection guidelines of too deep leadership and no one-to-one contact is easy. I can simply copy their parents on the email and ask the scout to reply all. Mm -hmm. But most of my scouts don't email. They want to text. How do you recommend I communicate with them by text? Some phones allow you to send group messages while others don't. What are your thoughts? So here's BSA's Youth Protection Guideline. All right. Too deep leadership and no one-on-one contact between adults and youth members includes digital communication. Leaders may not have one-on-one private online communications or engage one-on-one in other digital activities, games, social media, etc., with youth members. Leaders should copy a parent and another leader in digital and online communication, ensuring no one-on-one contact exists in texts, social media, or other forms of online or digital communication. That kind of makes sense. Yep. And then um, he actually even got some uh, way, he got um, the BSA's Youth Protection Director to weigh in. Uh, And ultimately, they suggest three things. Mm -hmm. Hold a parent's meeting Mm -hmm. and discuss communications with scouts. Uh, Many parents, beyond the policy violation, do not want one-on-one communications with their children. A unit's mutual agreement on scout communication is important. It'll demonstrate your youth protection concern and leadership on your part. Uh, inform all of the policy or inform all, sorry, of the policy. Mm-hmm. Put my emphasis on the right syllables. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> emphasis. Yes. <laughs> and uh, seek a reasonable agreed upon solution. Second suggestion was for planning and organization purposes, we do usually recommend a more formal communication tool rather than an unregulated third party app. Um, now, BSA has the Scoutbook web app which offers calendaring, planning, and electronic two-deep leadership communication. I suppose Scouts Tracker would fill, would fill some of that. Yeah. I mean, at the least, <clears throat> not so much for communication, because it's not like it has like any sort of built-in chat feature, although you can send emails. Oh, okay. Um, although, I think in the past, I've had a lot of the emails I've sent from Scouts Tracker get Bounced. auto-spammed. Yeah. Um, but still, like I mean, it does it does have a calendaring feature, and I know a lot of groups actually do use it for calendaring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see a lot of event planning take place via Scouts Tracker, and that's good. You know, like that's certainly an option for you there. Um, <clears throat> if you're having trouble with group messaging on your phone, check your provider's website or take your phone to your provider. The phone may have functionality you don't know about. Mm-hmm. You may be able to copy parents or other leaders, which is required for all digital communications. So that's the BSA side. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, it's pretty darn strict. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of our, uh, like, when I was uh, doing group committee stuff, and it, what what we're talking about here was certainly uh, prudent for, like, the venture-aged youth. Right. Because once you get to Rovers, it's kind of, um, you're at that 18-plus age category. So, it's there, there is that ridiculous gray area that... Well, and I mean, how much, how much communication does a rover advisor really really honestly need to communicate, communicate to to the rovers in his or her care, right? Like, I mean, if the rovers, you know, it's not like, it's not like at the cub or the scout level where, you know, we as the scouters are significantly involved in the planning and running of events. The rover advisor, um, you know isn't going to be the one to say, hey, you guys, well, I mean, and some advisors might, if their rovers are being particularly lazy about it, would probably speak up about this. But, you Mm -hmm. know, if the rovers want to do an activity, it should be one or two rovers that form the idea, initiate it, and start the planning and get in touch with everybody. The advisor has, is very hands-off on that anyways. And the advisor is just kind of kept in the loop. To, and to a lesser yeah. extent, I mean that should be the the case with the venture company as well. It should yeah. be should be more hands off than say scouts. Right. Um, in scouts, you're kind of dealing with probably both groups as a 
communicating to. I would say that that would be the 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 bigger one because the Beavers and the Cubs, you probably aren't going to communicate with the youth directly, anyways, because not outside of meetings. No, no, because they the, it, it would be their parents that you'd want to have that the communication with because they're the they're they're the ones that are ultimately like driving the kids places and doing things when you when you get to that scout level there's a little more freedom going on um there is there is um i guess and i mean <laughs> and i gotta go back a few years in time because this was mm-hmm. back when windows live messenger was still a thing mm-hmm. that existed and was used um man early 2000 <laughs> Early 2000s. No, uh, I had a friend who's a school teacher. And he had brought, I guess he put together like a PowerPoint presentation mm-hmm. related to something that the class was doing. And gosh, I can't remember what age level he was teaching. It was fairly young kids. But anyways, um, he brought it in and he got the laptop hooked up and he opened the lid and... Uh, the first thing that actually popped up was Windows Live Messenger. Because, of mm-hmm. course, it's just like, oh, hey, you know, I'll log you in by mm-hmm. all means, right? Mm-hmm. So half the kids in his class saw his email address and had tried to add him to their friends list by that evening. Oh. Um, I've heard similar stories about like people nowadays on Facebook, same problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Facebook actually almost makes it easier, right? Because like, if you know your teacher's, <laughs> at least with Windows Live Messenger, you had to know the person's email address, mm-hmm. right? So if you could keep that private from your students, it wasn't as big of a deal. With Mm -hmm. Facebook, it's just like, oh, okay, well, I know my teacher's last name is this and her first name is this. Mm -hmm. Hello, search box. Mm -hmm. Oh, look. There you are. (laughs) Works at, yep, that's my school, friend. Um, So like right off the, and, and I think that example is kind of instructive here because most kids, I think, kind of do this stuff innocently and they don't really have a complete understanding of, you know, um, information privacy, let's say. Right. Right. So, you know, oh, there's my teacher's email address. Well, Mm -hmm. I'll just write that down. And when I get home, I'll friend them on Windows Live Messenger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, without really ever stopping to consider, is this something I should be doing? Mm -hmm. Um, so in the one sense, yeah, you're right. For beavers, especially for cubs to a certain degree, although some of my cubs, I, like for the older cubs, I could see mm. it starting to be something that might come into focus. Yes. Because um, I yeah, know some of okay. my youth do have their own devices. It's, there's that other aspect of the inadvertent mm. information release, right? Right. Or, you know, the particularly plucky and enterprising youth who just happens to put two and two together and realize, hey, I can totally use the search field and find mm-hmm. so-and-so. Right. Or again, like, you know, especially because we do have more opportunities now and we're encouraged to take more opportunities to explore tech with the kids. Right. right? Explore tech with the youth. And there's a couple of times where like, I've had to use my own devices for different, uh, Joda Jody, you know, my laptop was basically running um, the TeamSpeak client. Not that we used it all that much, but it was the one that was kind of best set up with speakers and microphone. Mm-hmm. And so for that voice communication stuff, that's what we were using. Right. Um, and I mean, like I had kind of created a sanitized login and mm-hmm. my IRC and TeamSpeak nicknames were different. They weren't my usual online handles. Yeah. So, but again, I work in cybersecurity. I work in information protection. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, Okay, I knew to do that stuff, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> would someone else have necessarily known? Maybe not, or have thought that far ahead. Yeah, sort of thought that far ahead. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, right. I'm going to be. Yeah, I know. I don't want the youth knowing what my usernames are online. Yeah. I think I'll just spin up a new user login for a little while. Yeah. Um, on the Scouts Canada side, a lot of this is actually covered. So this is bylaw policies and procedures, section seven thousand. This is duty of care. And in particular, um, this is under, uh, well, I guess it's, it's, it's point two on page two of section 7,000. I will ensure that my personal conduct is, and is to be seen, of the highest standards and follow Scouts Canada's mission and principles. Uh, 
and there's a long list of stuff, but uh, the stuff that's particular is uh, <clears throat> I'll never be alone with a youth member except yeah. in an emergency. I'll ensure that any private conversations that I have with a youth member will take place where we can be seen by others. Mm-hmm. I will not use my role in scouting to have contact with youth members outside of scouting. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I will follow the Scouts Canada guidelines for connecting with youth participants using technology and social media. Okay. What are those guidelines? To be honest, I've been Googling. I yeah. actually, there's no actual like one document called the, the guidelines. guidelines. Yeah. But I did find um, there was a document prepared by the Scouts Canada social media team uh, actually a few years ago now called Social Media for Scouting. And it kind of covers a couple of different things. First off, it looks at, um, first off, it actually looks at like, you know, okay, you're a group and you want to set up a Facebook page. You're a group mm-hmm. and you want to set up a Twitter account. Well, here's how you yeah. go about doing that. And then once you've got that stuff set up, here's sort of like best practices for how often you post, how you engage with other people, things like that. Right. right? Yep. Okay. So part of the document is architected towards you as a group getting yourself on social media in ways that will be proactive, um, proactive, productive, proactive, effective, and also acceptable to all of your parents and all that good stuff. Right. But at the end, there is a bit of a discussion on risk management. Mm. Ah, risk management. (laughs) Right. Um, Is it appropriate, question, For a scouter to friend youth members on Facebook, youth will sometimes add you as a friend. This is the answer. Youth will sometimes add you as a friend on their social media accounts as they wish to feel engaged and connected. If a youth member adds you, feel free to accept the invitation, but be reminded that you are looked to as a role model. So please ensure that all content on your profile is appropriate for youth. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Some of us... <laughs> may need to spin up alternative uh, online identities. Y- yes. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Yes. I have heard of that, actually. Uh, yes. The, the, alternate, uh, the alternate Facebook account. Yeah, I, I know a few people that do that. Mm-hmm. I've not yet taken that step myself. But mm-hmm. um, please be aware of the implications of adding youth members on your accounts. We do not want to put youth in the position where they feel pressure to accept your invite when they may not be comfortable with it. To avoid making a youth member feel uncomfortable, we recommend that you only add the youth if they add you first. Mm-hmm. So. No. The, mm. Yeah. Yes. That's a pretty good. That's kind of how I roll anyways. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I, I just. Uh, if you follow me, I'll take a look at your profile and yeah. I might follow you back. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it. Yeah. I'm no. not, I'm not, uh, I don't characterize my self-worth by the number of friends I have on Facebook. Mm. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I do have to do a little bit of management on the uh, the scouting stuff Twitter, though, just because uh, yes. I've had some follows and I should really do some follow backs. And there's actually a few suggested follows that Twitter's thrown away that I should probably add mm. in there as well. Yes. But, you know, that's a separate consideration. And I'm not really engaging with youth members, I don't think. <laughs> well, if it's a more of a global thing, like a, you know, a Scouts Canada Twitter handle or, you know, or yeah. Twitter, Twitter feed. It's different than it is. It is your youth. But I mean, I do know a lot of scouters who are on Twitter or on Facebook, and some of them mm-hmm. actually do represent themselves as such. You know, mm-hmm. I'm scouter so and so. And so, I mean, all right. On the one hand, obviously not outright forbidden, um, and obviously even allowing those social media connections, friend, follow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Changes name based on platform, but it is all fundamentally the same thing <coughs> is allowed. But <clears throat> really good recommendation there is as the scouter, don't initiate it. You right. Know, if the youth come to you, all right. All right. You know. Yep. Just be mindful of what's on your wall. Exactly. Or, or what you're saying. <clears throat> yep. Which I think gets back to some of the other bylaws, policies, and procedures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will uh, not swear or use inappropriate language in front of the youth, mm. for example. Anyways. Yes. Um, second question, though. Is it appropriate for scouters to communicate with youth online? Answer. Scouts Canada's too deep policy applies in all situations, including online. 
Adults should avoid engaging in private conversations with youth online. When communicating with youth using social media, include other scouters in the message or post publicly on the youth's profile. <clears throat> so, now this document was written in 2011. Mm-hmm. So their main focus was Facebook and Twitter. Right. Um, just thinking about some other social media tech platforms here now. Mm-hmm. Google Plus is basically the same as Facebook, but Google. So, <coughs> and I mean, I, I like the idea of like the public post on the wall. Like that's not bad. Um, I know Facebook Messenger, for example, allows you to add other people to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I really like technologies like IRC or Slack or Discord is because even though they have, quote, private messaging built in, the main chat channels are completely public. You know, everybody who's on that server sees what's going on in the main message channel, right? Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is too, I mean, sure, someone can try and send me a private message. I had that in Joda Jody. Right. Just like, you know, someone sends you a private message. Well, in the main channel, I can be just like, so, hey, by the way, you know, what section are you in or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can just kind of do... If it was another scouter, I had no problem peeling off for a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Youth members, mm, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's different when you're conversing with an adult, right? And provided they're representing themselves as that that and that and I think we talked about that on yes. the whole Joda Jody thing, right? It's yeah, like, and I mean, you know, ultimately you do have to trust that what the other person is saying about themselves is in fact true, mm-hmm. and that they are not something completely different from what they are claiming to be. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just going to say that if I was getting sock puppeted at all, um, or what's the other term? Uh, I should really be up to snuff on this. Catfished? Catfish. Thank you. That's it. I'm, I'm like, what's, what's the what's the word? Yes. Uh, there's there's a thing. Yeah. Uh. So if I, if I was getting sock puppeted or catfished, mm-hmm. um, they had done their homework. Yeah. They, they, they knew a lot about the groups that they claimed to be talking about or from. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. yeah. All right. You know what? Even if it was a con job, I can appreciate that yeah. because- You did was, your homework. You did your homework. <laughs> Good job. Um, but no, I think they were pretty genuinely. Yeah. Anyways. But <coughs> let's think about some of the other social media tech that's out there. So I'm just going to come out and say Snapchat seems like the sort of thing that's right out. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know you can kind of do group sends with Snapchat, but it's not true group send. It's one to many. Right? Yeah. And and what like I again, this this is me not being up to up to speed cuz I don't I don't have a Snapchat mm-hmm. account. Uh, what exactly are you what what exactly are you sending with Snapchat? Okay, so Snapchat is as the as the name implies, Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily is picture-based conversation. I think you can take short videos too. Yes, oh, okay. You can. Yep. Okay. So picture video conversation. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, you know, <clears throat> the other thing about Snapchat is that it's designed to be ephemeral, mm-hmm. you know? So you send a message and it only has a very short lifetime. Once the other person receives it, it gets deleted after, I think you can set the timeline. I've sent like exactly three snaps in my life. Yeah. But- you know, it's basically, you take a photo mm-hmm. and then you can like dress it up with some stickers and text and whatever else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Filters, mm-hmm. you know, those are all the rage. Um, Put cat ears on your face if you... Smiley so, face, yeah, 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 whatever yeah, you want, yeah. 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 Um, so it has some cool stuff. Like if you, uh, it has some like coached things where like, you know, it'll say, okay, now move your head like this mm-hmm. and like say this and then you can like, it'll put like Batman's mask Oh, yeah. Over top of your oh. face or things like that, right? Okay. But, you know, fundamentally, it's yeah. visual communication. And you're Short, saying... Short, ephemeral visual communication. Yeah. And you're saying it's a one-to-many? <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, it's basically like I, as the sender, can pick <clears throat> my Audience. recipients. Yeah. But I don't necessarily know if my recipients know that everybody else is also getting the message, right? Okay. So, uh, I know I can send to many, but I don't know if the many that I sent to are aware that everybody else is in on the, uh, on the conversation. Ah, okay. One can Google for various stories of, I mean, the most famous Snapchat snafu was a high school coach who was attempting to send a, uh, a short video of himself to his girlfriend. Okay. Uh, containing material that 
we won't was talk relevant about. to that relationship. We won't talk about yes. on this podcast. And would be <laughs> utterly inappropriate to go into any greater detail on. Uh, um, suffice it to say. Suffice it to say, it was the sort of thing that his girlfriend would have wanted to receive and probably nobody else. <clears throat> Except that being a high school coach, he somehow inadvertently sent it to several of the young women whom um, he was a coach for. Whoops. I do not believe he is a coach any longer. No, I would imagine not. So. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the one notable Snapchat example and uh, that that I can think of that's kind of material here. Mm. And I mean, I think just given the fact that the communications within Snapchat are, you know, they're designed to be private and ephemeral. Yeah. I'm going to just say. No. You know, if you're a scouter on Snapchat, fine. Keep the youth members off of it. Yeah. (laughs) That's my take. Um, Don't do it. Yeah. I know Instagram allows for private, like one-to-one, you know, I can send a photo just to another person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say also not that. Mm -hmm. Although Instagram in and of itself is basically photo Twitter, right? Right. Again. Another social media tool that I don't use. Well, I use Instagram a fair bit and really yeah. it's just, it's Twitter for pictures is oh, really okay. what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you take oh. a photo, you dress it up with some filters, yeah. you put a witty caption on it and you send it out there. So, I mean, obviously propriety still becomes an issue. Yes. But, you know, your posts are all public. If you're, you know, uh, people can comment on your photos. Mm-hmm. You know? So if a youth member were like to comment on your photos, well, a comment would be public. Your mm-hmm. reply would be public. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can tag people too. So if you were replying to the youth member's comment, you could also then tag someone else to be just like, mm-hmm. oh, Hey, by the way, talking to, you know, just yeah. eyes on me, that kind of thing. So I think Instagram would probably be all right. Mm. Facebook, of course. I mean, Facebook, you can post publicly on people's walls. Yeah. Facebook you Messenger can, allows for group conversations. Yeah. Where all the you can set up your friends there. lists and that kind of thing. So yeah. if you're posting to a, a youth wall, you know, the other scouters can see it as well. well yeah. And you can just tag yeah. another scouter at the time, yeah. right? Yeah. Or again, like if a youth messages you on Facebook, you can mm-hmm. very easily just be just, you know, Add. say, wait a minute, <clears throat> yeah. add another scouter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Google Hangouts, much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hangouts do have a group communication option. Um, Google Plus. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter DMs would be, I guess, the one thing to stay away from. The direct messages on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're adding back and forth with someone, mm-hmm. it's very easy to just add another person's handle and continue the conversation. Yeah. And then when they jump into the conversation, well, they can scroll back up and see, oh, okay, this is what's been talked about so far. That's right. Um, and obviously posting publicly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, how do how do you deal with, um, like, uh, it, here's the fine line. Um, because of, uh, like, in you know, Alberta and whatnot, there's that whole FOIP, freedom of information and privacy and all that kind of stuff. Right. right. So... We have, a, or hypothetically speaking, if uh, someone doesn't sign the photo release form or that that uh, you know that that issue, how does that how does that uh, um, play into social media and that kind of thing? Well, all right. So that actually kind of gets back to the other question that was asked mm. here. Um, may I post pictures of members on social media sites? So me now as a scouter setting up a Facebook page for yeah, my so, scout group. So we've set up, we've followed the rules, we followed the guidelines, and we've right. got a group. A right. group. So can I post pictures of the youth yeah. on the Facebook page that I've set up for the scout group that the youth are members of? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Provided that the parent or volunteer has given us permission on the registration form to use their image or likeness for scouting promotional purposes. Please confirm with your registrar that all your members have signed the photo release. It is generally a good idea to use the first names only when naming minors in photographs and videos. Okay. Ah, all right. So, little tip to you there. So, yes, it is doable. It's just... Mm. And actually, I don't know if I can Follow the this, rules. But let me just go to my scouts. Mm-hmm. I know our registrar can do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that I have the ability. But I mean, and granted, like, this is something unique to... Well, I don't know if it's unique to Scouts Canada. Mm-hmm. 
But I also don't know if other scouting groups bake it into the registration process the way we do. So I know that Scouts Canada does bake the photo release right into the registration process. It's one of the, uh, it's just a checkbox. Yes, I give my permission. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to log into my little management portal here. As soon as I type my email address correctly. I haven't been on my scouts in probably over a year. (laughs) I think I went in to sign the code of conduct. Yeah, that would be probably your main point for jumping back in there. Uh, Let me just pull up Green Colony here. Actually, I guess you're trying to see if you can see if they've actually signed the photo release like section of their uh well like let me look at this because that would be a useful a useful yeah. thing to have as a filter even exactly it's like full photo release who's who's signed it hmm. cool oh. i can yes it, it is can. one of the reports yep <clears throat> so yes there you go uh this was my so if you're a scouts canada scouter mm-hmm you can go into myscouts.ca, click on your section, and if you go to the uh, reports, so the reports link on your sidebar, and then go to membership listings. And I mean, you'll have to kind of tune tune it a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. like I, what I did is I took all my active participants with an active date as of a month ago, mm-hmm. okay? And I ran the report. And so now I have a list of all my Beaver Scouts. And if I page over, I can see that uh, there is one of the columns on the resulting table is photo consent. Hooray. And I can see that I have all four youth who do not have photo consent. Ooh. So for me, Mm -hmm. uh, that would be a thing that I would have to be somewhat cautious about. If you're going to post them on social media. Yippers. So that is a thing to, uh, to watch out for. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so like actually, and I'm glad you kind of asked that because what we do for <laughs> um, photo sharing, um, like we don't have a group Twitter account. We don't have a group Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But we do have people who take photos at meetings. I take the occasional photo at meetings too. Right. And... What we have is an app, and this is actually kind of where you were getting back into social media because what we have is an app called Homeroom. Okay. And Homeroom was actually developed for teachers to be able to share photos of their classes with parents. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You can see that the use case very easily maps to our scenario. The Mm -hmm. idea is that, you know, Homeroom itself um, can't see your images. You know, they can't share them. Mm -hmm. It's secure encrypted mm-hmm. um and then you know me as the scouter i can very tightly control who has access to which gallery that gets set up on homeroom okay okay yep so basically every time we have an event i create a new gallery on homeroom i upload any photos that i already have from it and then i can send out a link to all the parents and then again you're you're sending to the parents this right this go around you're not sending necessarily mm-hmm. to the youth but there's there's nothing stipulating that you couldn't right. include the youth, but everybody would know that everybody's getting these pictures. Exactly. Because, I mean, the link would be sent out via a group email. Right. You know, the um, the galleries themselves mm-hmm. are, quote, public, unquote, for everybody who has the that link. access link. Yeah. So... It's, you know, as long as, as long as more than just me and one other person are signed in mm-hmm. to that gallery, mm-hmm. there you go. Right. Yep. And there again, so there's that one little step of making sure that, hey, other people have actually joined the gallery and are getting updates about what gets added to it. Right. Right. <coughs> but once that step's been satisfied, you know. Sounds like a very usable tool. Yeah, and uh, I haven't, photo sharing I haven't encountered a paywall yet, so I'm going to keep using it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's worked out pretty well. We've mm-hmm. had some interesting events. We've had a lot of people contributing content to the galleries as a result. Um, so, I mean, if that was something that, you know, yeah, you did want to set up with your own scout group, mm-hmm. and if there was the possibility for youth contributing to it, just, you know, be mindful of that. Make sure you get 
all some of your scouters registered on each gallery first mm-hmm. before you go around inviting the youth in. Yeah. Very oh, easy step sure. to take. Um, <clears throat> and also a very good way to set up a photo sharing solution in a group where you have people concerned about more public options for photo sharing, such as the Twitter and Facebook right. uh, profiles. Right. Um, anyways, broadly, Scouts Canada and BSA seem to be in agreement here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's mostly common sense stuff is if you're going to be communicating with the youth via, Email. and Scouts Canada doesn't mention text, yeah. but I mean, the same Everything. principles apply yeah. to text, Let's, whether it's social media, whether it's email, even. whether yeah. it's text, you as the scouter just need to make sure that another there's another scouter, scouter in on the communication, yeah. right? So yeah. it's a Facebook message. You bring someone else in. If it's a Google Hangout, you bring someone else in. Mm-hmm. If it's Twitter, keep it at the level of, you know, replies mm-hmm. and tag another scouter in the communications chain. Yep. Um, Instagram, much the same way, you know, keep it at the level of public posts and comments. And if you need to tag another scouter, you know, in a comments thread on an image, um, avoid stuff like Snapchat that just is not going to send good optics to anybody. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, that, I think that's a that yeah. consensus amongst us is that would be a no. Yeah. For the, honestly, I mean, this, the, the social media I use the most is Discord right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because a lot of the other groups that I run with, um, mm-hmm. you, and like <laughs> I use groups in the more general term, not just to say scout groups. Um, but like a lot of the other online communities that I'm part of, um, all use discord servers. And I mean, that's basically IRC for gamers, right? It's oh, okay. really what it, yep. you know, yep. uh, it's what I use to record the other podcasts because there's also an audio channel built into it. Mm-hmm. But again, all public, all public. There are private messages possible on it, but mm-hmm. I don't really use that feature. It's just <clears throat> get a bunch of us talking in a room together or talking in a chat channel together and it's all public. And, you know, so similar considerations for the IRC or Slack is another similar technology. Um, Stick to the public channels. Yeah. And uh, be mindful of the content. Yep. Right. Mm. That, yeah, that's the other, other big thing is be mindful of the content. And you know what? I mean, it's fine to be opinionated and it's Mm -hmm. fine to have, you know, adult interests. Mm -hmm. I should really rephrase that. It's fine to have, you know, interest in, say, violent video games, mm-hmm. like I kind of do. Mm-hmm. But if there's going to be a situation where, you know, you could wind up having some social media presence to your youth, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe consider spinning up a second profile. Mm-hmm. It's not any harder than spinning up the first profile was, right? And then, yeah. you know, that kind of gives you, you can kind of keep it separate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, technically that's what I do anyways with the Facebook pages I manage. I've got a Facebook page for the one series of computer games I really like. I've got a Facebook page for scouting stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Facebook page for the other podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, it's just like, oh, hey, here's a review of the latest Mass Effect game or whatever, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, I love Mass Effect. It's a great series. Mm-hmm. But definitely not age appropriate for beavers or cubs. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. There are certain online communities Mm -hmm. that, you know, would enjoy that. Exactly. So, So, you know what? Okay, fine. Mass Effect Review can go to that Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, hey, here's this great article about how, like, uh, scouting is is beneficial to your mental health. Yeah. Well, geez, that can go on the scouting stuff page, right? Yeah. So, it's just, you know, where you put your content and what kind of content you share. And you Mm -hmm. just have to be your own filter at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would say use common sense. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I think is really interesting in the Scouts Canada bylaw policies and procedures, though, yeah, is this line. How did they word it again? I will not use my role in scouting to have contact with youth members outside of scouting. So yeah. <laughs> now that's a hard one in some, or not maybe not a hard one. It's not necessarily a hard one. I guess it's just that one creates the potential pitfall that I see, right? Because it kind of, (coughs) I mean, on the one hand, you could interpret it very severely. Yes. And say that, you know, well, that 
automatically puts the kibosh on any sorts of these communications with youth Mm -hmm. outside of a meeting Mm -hmm. or a camp. And realistically, then that puts the kibosh on it entirely because it's not like you're going to be posting to a kid's Facebook wall um, while you're both at the same camp, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess maybe it's just like, hey, by the way, look at you getting dunked out of your canoe, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, fine. But, um, you know, that one line would kind of, in there's a way of reading it that, you know, could be used to put the complete kibosh on any sorts of these communications. But I think more, and again, like, I mean, I'm just offering my opinion here. I definitely not speaking officially for Scouts Canada. Please, please contact your area or, or your council for clarification on this. But I think that particular bylaw, that particular policy Mm -hmm. point also suggests the kind of communications that you should allow yourself to be engaged in with youth by these electronic means. You know, it's not just, hey, how's the weather? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, if it's not related to scouting, if it's not related to something the section is doing, or if they have a question about a badge or something like that. Yeah. I see. I see where you're going. Then probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, right. it probably it, shouldn't. It should be. It should yeah. be scouting related. It shouldn't be uh, mm-hmm. just uh, yeah, just a generic message. Exactly. It should have some some uh, scouting related uh, topic to it. Yep. I mean, because you know, like I mean, I see this all the time. Like when I'm out and about, and I meet one of the youth. Right. Like mm-hmm. I just, just, just an happenstance. Just happen to see, like, I mean, you know, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I've run into some of the youth at church or when I'm out shopping or wherever, yeah. right? Yep. You know, I live a fair ways away from where the scout group is, but I'm still out and about in the communities in Edmonton a fair bit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you do run into people periodically. And the youth always recognize me. Well, most of them, because like I've only just started in Cubs, so most mm-hmm. of them know me from Beavers, which means most of them know me as Tic Tac, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. They know me as their scouter. Mm-hmm. And if that's, you know, you know, that's the image I present to them, that's who they're going to recognize me as in public, then that's really who I should be mm-hmm. if I have occasion to communicate with them electronically. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the scouter. And if you say hi, I'll say hi. Mm-hmm. But if we're not really talking scouting stuff, then, you know, I mean, again, like, you know, you, you don't have to be rude about it. You can mm-hmm. be personable, but just like, you know, these kind of communications should really be limited to the scouting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually... Yeah, I think you have to be more rigorous probably with the electronic communications. Like if I run yeah. into one of my former beavers at church. Yeah. <clears throat> well, chances are he was. He's there with he his family. He's there, there with, with my family. Yeah, there's. There's a bunch of other people around us. Yeah. And sure, I mean, if we just, we have actually, you know, like we've invited their family to come sit with us at yeah. brunch afterwards, right? Yeah, for and sure. you just, you know, fine, sure. The conversation flows freely at that point. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But that's because we're all there and we're all in the same room mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's, it's public mm-hmm. for the electronic communications for stuff that's happening, you know, outside of that, you know, very public view, mm-hmm. keep it on the scouting stuff. And I think that's what that, I suspect I, that's what that bylaw yeah, I, line I, is concerned with. I, they don't, they don't want to, <laughs> There shouldn't be any reason to have negative optics, shall no, we say. No. Even though the intent is good or or well-meaning, mm-hmm. the optics, you, you never want the optics to be, to, to cast doubt or judgment. Yep. And there's a, there's a second thing too, is it because, you know, at the end of the day, you can only control what you say and what you mean when you say it, but you mm-hmm. can't control how the other person takes it and interprets it. Mm -hmm. And so what you might think 
is, you know, just like some light friendly banter. Yeah, the even keeled. Yeah, the, the could yeah. wind up being taken in a very different way yeah. by the youth. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other reason. It's just like, you know what? No, for, for this kind of stuff, we're, we're texting back and forth and sure, there's another scouter listening in and that's fine, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> are we talking about scouting? No. Well, then you know what? <clears throat> it can, it, it can, can wait. wait. <laughs> yep. So there is that. And I do think that those BSA suggestions were actually really, really good. And I mean, yeah. again, this is not something I've had to do with the beavers because I will never, <laughs> I mean, most of my beavers don't even know what email is, let alone have an email address. Yeah. And I suspect this is all section dependent, right? Right. Like, it's definitely going to be dependent on the age level of the youth. I could see it being an issue for some of the cubs. You know, mm-hmm. some of my older cubs are very mm-hmm. tech savvy. And, yeah, you know, they'll, I mean, they'll start getting into it. Or if they don't already have social media profiles. I mean, sure, yeah. Facebook is technically for 13 and over, but yeah, come on. Uh, like, if you can math, you can mm-hmm. lie about your age. It's mm-hmm. just that easy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I do like some of these other, you know, things. Like hold the parents' meeting and just get buy-in from the yes. parents on yeah. the different ways that you're going to be How, using to communicate with yeah. their youth. Yeah. What are they comfortable with? What aren't they comfortable with? Yeah. That's actually a really great idea. That, that is that is a, a wonderful idea. And I, I think... If you have a parents' night, that should be part of the discussion. It's just like yeah, that would almost be a really good how, one to begin. Yeah, how does how how do we communicate with the youth uh, outside of meetings, and how do we communicate with the parents? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, too, like you once and once you got that buy-in, like I mean, sure, youth tend not to use email. Good gosh, I try and avoid the use of email when I can. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I barely use it to communicate with my scouters. We all use Quip. Right. Right. Because it's... Well, you're you're planning. So exactly. really, there's no... But Quip has chat baked into it too. And yeah. we just find that having that means of communicating with each other... And it also keeps us. it isolated to to that that application, right? Right. Like everybody has... Everybody that's using Quip in your, in, in your team is... Um, knows that it's about scouting or exactly. whatever. So we all have access to the same document yeah. repos, you know, all of our meeting yeah. plans and whatever else. It's all there. But it's just it works better than email. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more personal and mm-hmm. a little bit more real time and it just works very well. So even I try and avoid the use of email when I can. I actually think email is, you know, something that is slowly, I pray, going away. <laughs> um but at the same time, for formal communications about beavers or cubs, we do still send out emails mm-hmm. and you know what? Maybe it just has to be, it's like, look, I know you guys barely check your email and yeah. that's fine. But for our scout group, for the communications we send out, mm-hmm. it's just going to be email. I mean, you can lay down that law as a scouter. Well, and, and it's, it's the audience for whom you're communicating with. If you're exactly. communicating to the parents and you're saying, I'm sending you guys uh, once a, uh, once a month email that outlines what's going to happen the next month, you know, yep. that, then they expect it. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I really like that idea. I'm going to have to suggest that one to Glenn. Yeah. But, all right. Well, I don't got any shout outs this time. No, I think we'll be, well, aside from our standard, uh, yes, thank our you to uh, good friends at Scouting Radio, yeah. as always. Thank yeah. you for rebroadcasting our episodes. Mm-hmm. We're working harder to have a few more on hand so that if we fall ill or get hit by a bus, there's at or least go on a <laughs> camp or, yes, or go <laughs> camping. Yes. Let's, let's stay positive. <laughs> We might be out enjoying life. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Uh, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> I uh, never tell you about how I uh, how I uh, told a friend that I was not, in fact, going to be able to make it out to his wedding. No. This is a coworker of mine. Just like uh, I had to send him a, a text the day of his wedding, the morning of his wedding, saying, sorry, oh. Ben, I uh, I shan't be able to, to make yeah. it to your wedding. Yeah. Um. Accompanying this, I sent a picture of where I was, uh, uh, the sign for the wing of the hospital that I was in. Oh, uh, yes. Labor and delivery. Yes. Well. <laughs> My that, legitimate excuse. That that was a justifiable uh, you know, <laughs> reason for not being at a wedding. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure, we really wanted to be there, but yeah. someone had other plans. Uh, yes. That's great. <laughs> so, 
But anyways, um, you know, life happens. Mm -hmm. And so it is good to have a few episodes in the can, definitely, if at all we can. Yes. Uh, And Scouting Radio rebroadcasts all of them. So thank you. Thank you for that. And if you happen to be listening to us via Scouting Radio, or even if not, I mean, this invitation is open to everybody. You can get in Mm -hmm. touch with us a few different ways. Yeah, use those social media platforms. That yes, we, Twitter at SSYSK Podcast, uh, Facebook.com slash Scouting Stuff Podcast. You can find us on those two platforms. Mm-hmm. I haven't really taken us any further. No, we're old school like I don't, that. Yeah, I don't think I need to for now. <laughs> I don't I don't really see Snapchat as being material to what we do. And, uh, no, or Instagram for that matter. Yeah, even Instagram's kind of hard to figure out what to do with Yeah, for this kind of thing. Yeah. Google Plus. We're underrepresented on Google Plus. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but you can also actually send us an email. Uh, we do <clears throat> read and even sometimes reply to, mm-hmm. to emails that we get. Um, and that is scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. One other thing that we do appreciate is uh, if you leave us reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. That's always good because in however the... <clears throat> hamsters turn their wheels behind the scenes the in Apple's app and, store. Yeah. Um, that adds to visibility. So, yeah, leave us a review. And we like being visible. Mm-hmm. We uh, also like five-star reviews, but you know what? We'll we, take them. We, we also like being got. audible, too. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. 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 Speaking of audibility, uh-huh. uh, if you want to get your voice on the podcast, you can leave us a message. There will be a link in the show notes, or you can go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com. And look for the leave us a message link. That'll take you to a little page where you can, with your computer's mic, record up to 90 seconds of audio. Mm. Um, You can use that to ask us questions or just throw out a comment or who knows, you might even launch a whole episode Mm -hmm. by suggesting a topic and give that a try. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. And thank you for being. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And thank you for being here. (laughs) And until next time, be prepared.